0: Okay, we are recording.
1: Why did you look like a rabbit when you did that? Did you see his face?
0: <laughs> we are recording. You know, I
1: go down. We are recording. So, um, just when you did that, I just recently watched Tropic Thunder for the first time. And I can't
0: believe she hasn't seen it
1: before. Simple Jack or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he literally gets kidnapped by all these people and they make him play <laughs> uh, This is a baby dragon. Wait, so dad goes, you know who that actor is, right? And I was oh. like, oh, yeah. And I thought, let me find out who I thought it was. No, you didn't
2: think Robert Downey Jr. I was really it's so <laughs> stupid. She I, thought it was Eddie, Eddie, Eddie
1: Griffin. Eddie Griffin. I thought it was Eddie Show Griffin. Me a photo
2: of Eddie. Look, it's pretty close, all right? It's pretty close. I, I don't no, think so. When no, you no see it, you're pulling up a bad photo. <laughs> when
1: you see him on screen, they look the same. Aaron, can you search up... Um, Robert no. Downey Jr. from no. that. Can you just
2: do it? No, I okay. can't. I'm okay. incapable of doing so. We all know who you're talking about.
1: That's a good photo.
2: Yeah, yeah. See, that one's like pretty
1: close. <laughs> That's who I thought it was.
2: <laughs> She's like, oh, he's from Norbert. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: Dad goes, that is Iron Man. I was like, no. <laughs> no,
2: you could right, tell. All right. I
1: couldn't for ages. And then I was like, look, there's one scene. He was at a particular angle. I was like, oh... I didn't believe him.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm the dude. This guy's a <laughs> dude. I ain't another dude.
1: And then, like, he oh, is a Australian, and then he's, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, is that how the rest of the world sees yeah, us? Yeah, he also
2: dresses up Chinese for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really that bad. That movie would not get made today. It yeah, would not. <laughs> not that way. There'd be, like, more they-them characters and shit.
1: <laughs> I also one thing about that movie that Ben Stiller's character is just delusional as, cause all mate literally gets blown up and he goes there's a trap door <laughs> <laughs> he's literally holding his head he's like, like <laughs> licking his head and he's like, tastes very real <laughs> yeah, and then,
2: the, and then the bad guys see that and they're like these people do not fear <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yo, yeah, this has been a minute. This has been like a good month. We have not done anything. I anymore. know, guys. Yeah, I why just, is that?
1: I just, I needed a break, okay? You needed a break. But, listen. It's
2: the fucking man right there. Just
1: pause, Aaron, oh, for a moment. We're back. And I've had two of my friends reach out and say, when is the pod coming back? Because they've caught up to all the episodes. They've watched all of them.
2: It's not that hard to catch up. Mate. There's twenty two <laughs> episodes. There's actually a few episodes. There's twenty two. Oh, wow. That'd that's be a like,
1: full day of well, listening. Yeah, that's right. twenty
0: four hours probably. Fucking longer.
1: Huh?
2: Longer oh, okay. than that? Definitely.
1: No, because like our Willy's episode was thirty minutes. <laughs> oh really? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing to talk about because it was so <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, yeah, gonna be talking a lot. There's a lot to unpack with this one.
1: Yeah. So. Um, just let me, one second, and we'll get into it. Stop recording. <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel, Wes Anderson, let's go.
2: Yeah. The, the goat himself, Monsieur Gustave, bro. <laughs> Monsieur Literally, Gustave. dude. I wish I had a name like that. <laughs> Yo, look out, it's Monsieur Gustave. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Everyone People in French is go. Monsieur. Yeah, but still. It's like Mr. and Mrs. It's not that crazy. I what? <laughs> <laughs> um. So Wes Anderson would have to be my all-time favorite director.
0: Wow, that came up quickly.
1: Literally, I think you recommended I watch the this. No, I watched yes. this, and no, then I was I recommended to you though ages ago. But I watched this on my own accord one day. Months later, you were talking about Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. Then you said watch the Royal Tenenbaums, bombs yeah. whatever they're called. Then I watched that. Hooked. obsessed
2: Royal Bottoms gets yay
1: obsessed I really on YouTube this is funny you can buy Moonrise is that what it's called Moonrise Moon- Kingdom for $5 I think we buy it because I already know it's, it's on c-
2: Netflix it's on something. no it's yeah. not I've seen for it sure on a streaming service no
1: it's not I promise you Okay, well, I'll be no, don't go words. looking for it now. I right am, man? because I'm re- I am I want to watch that movie. You
0: can just do it after we record. I'm already
1: <laughs> yeah, halfway I'll, done. I'll,
2: I, I, in my letterbox thing, I haven't put that I've actually seen it, because I put it on, and then I got really drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and I fell asleep before the end. So, I know all the bits except the ending.
1: It's not, see? Well, you're not
2: looking in the right place, in that?
1: This is... Are you joking me? I've
2: seen this for free. On a stream... It was on Netflix. Clearly
1: it's been taken off Netflix, otherwise it would have popped up.
2: What's Moonfall doing up there? Um, Fucking Moonfall.
1: Anyway, Wes Anderson's movies are just art. Like, I feel like some people don't like them because sometimes I think his plot and story gets a bit lost in, like, the visuals of it all. But everything is really intentional.
2: You know what? That was really fucking well said, Reese. I've never thought you could <laughs> conjure, conjure up something <laughs> I as, like, such as that. Why are they
1: looking at me like you know, that? You know what?
2: That actually, you said something half decent then.
0: <laughs> so the, that's why you need the break. You actually came up with
2: something.
1: <laughs> 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 I've been studying. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah, sorry guys. Just so we can enjoy ourselves a bit more. We've got to go on more breaks on like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually sent a meme to Aaron and Corbin, and it said... It's so embarrassing how many times I've finished watching a movie at home and think, oh man, that was pretty good. Then googling it, find out it's more, find out more, just to see it's actually universally agreed to be the worst movie ever and it's 20% or less on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: <laughs> what movie would that be, for an example? What did you think was good but turned out everyone thought it was dog shit?
1: Willie, <laughs> No no Oh my god No right. everyone no Everyone thought that <laughs> I can't think of something Off the top of my head Maybe like Napoleon Dynamite Cause I know it's a cult classic But it doesn't have as much Love as the rest
0: Oh well oh, I don't no. think anyone Hates that movie No It's, it's just It yeah, just
1: doesn't yeah. have a plot There's just Scenes mm. Mm.
2: Going back to uh, What Reese was saying Yeah And you know what It's directors like this that are like keeping cinema going the, the way it was first made it's storytelling and it's creative visuals it's literally perfect and to anyone listening uh, as of now when we're recording uh, Wes Anderson has released recently on Netflix some short uh, some short films based on uh, Raul Dahl's short stories uh, there's like three or four up there now four. Um There's four There's a couple they're, they're like 17 minutes A couple of them There's like a 40 minute one Like
1: I haven't seen the 40 minute one
2: Yeah that, Well the Henry Sugar.
1: Sugar Sh- something about that. And he
2: also came out with that um, asteroid city as well. Yeah, haven't seen that yet. Really I do. I see he's that releasing one. a lot of projects. This yeah, year. he's doing good. Um, but yeah, visuals. I reckon they just keep getting better. I think
1: they always hit. One thing I will say about his shorts, in particular, the Rat Catcher. This is not a spoiler. They're talking about rats, and he's holding. It's literally this. He's not actually holding anything. Oh yeah. But then he's cut like to a new scene. There's, like, a rat that looks like it's out of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like, that's what they look like. Mm. But it's not in every scene. For me, I was kind of like, what was the creative choice behind that?
2: Have you seen any of them, Cooper? No. Oh, well, okay. So, obviously, creative choice there. Um, It would have been hard to, obviously, animate that and whatnot for one. Yeah, but he
1: he did Isle of Dogs and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Also,
2: like, they do that weird shit. Someone will be talking and then they'll go, I said, he said.
1: Yeah, they're narrating. They're they're
2: like narrating like it's legit from the book. Mm. And it's really, it's really good
1: though. Don't uh, get me wrong. I just was just that one bit in particular in that short. I was like.
2: Yeah, yeah, it it took you out of it a bit.
1: Yeah, because he's like, look at these rats. And then the narrator is describing what the rats are doing, but it's um, not doing anything. There's nothing. uh,
2: Even he pretended to have a can. In his hand? Pulled out a can of wheat or something Yes, some that
1: kind of got... No, oats. And he, was,
2: and he was holding the... Oh, whatever. And, that yeah. got me confused yeah. as
1: well because I was like... Where the fuck is it? Am yeah. I not seeing something uh, here?
2: No, but uh, Wes Anderson has weird creative choices like that. That kind of... I don't know. It did take me out a bit, but it was kind of like... Oh, what's he talking Mistral's about? a player. Look at him. <laughs> weird. Weird. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> <laughs> Taking the dances out on that one.
1: Um... But yes, we're saying So in the span of five days, I watched Grand Budapest Hotel, the Royal Tenor Bands, whatever they're called.
2: Tenor Um,
1: the limited Darjing, da Dar and
0: limited.
1: Isle of Dogs. I started watching The life Aquatic. Yes. That one. I had work. So I think or whatever. Yeah, I something happened and I had to put a stop to it, but I only got ten minutes in. Um, and I'm halfway through the French dispatch, which I personally think out of all those would be the lowest ranked for me.
2: I think it's, uh, again, most of West Anderson's stuff is based off, uh, books and, um, yeah, he just, uh, it, it, it's the French dispatch. It was like a, a, a journal publishing, uh, magazine publisher or whatever where they release like multiple articles of shit so it's all just like short stories like he's doing with this Netflix shit I reckon the French Dispatch would have been better if he released it like he has with the Netflix shit where it's all individual short separate. films yeah. yeah I don't know it, you know what and I kind of that was probably the first one too where I was like man this is fucking dragging a bit mm. but there's a lot of subtleties and shit and I actually watched a video essay talking about that movie and how like everything is like on beat and everything is in sync there's things that move in. even someone said that like there's a scene where everyone's blinking on beat and shit it's like how yeah, the fuck do you what, do that that's what I said before hmm. like
1: I feel like for Wes Anderson it's less about the plot line and more about the art of cinema because like everything in this movie hits visually
2: yeah like, and it's and you know what it's actually a pretty simple story that you know You've seen and heard of the movie times.
1: Oh, and one thing about it is I like this movie because it's not like rolling on the floor laughing comedy. It's all like the one-liners. And it's also that the movie doesn't take itself seriously. Like, there's so many things in this movie where you're just like, What?
0: Like, oh, I like the sequence with Willem Dafoe, like, chasing... Um,
1: yeah, like, it's slapstick to me yeah. a little bit. But it's not actually slapstick.
2: Yeah, uh, I love that line, though. Me thinks, me breathe, me last, me fees. <laughs> or
1: when he's in prison and, like, they're cutting everything open to check that there's, there's no uh, weapons. And, like, I don't know, like, it's just funny, you know what I mean? It leaves one yeah. of
0: them alone because it looks too pretty. Yeah. Yeah, the cake, yeah.
1: yeah. Or, um... Uh, and, like, this... Zero. He's like, I work from 5am mid, uh, till midnight or something. And then he draws on his Six mustache. days a week. Yeah. And, shit like that, and then yeah. he like draws on his moustache.
2: Um, Even though the... Well, like, you said your favourite bit was when he throws a cat out the window. Just because. Just
1: yeah, and then he's like, did you just throw my cat out the window? Like, they just say it. Anyway. So, fun thing about the newspaper we just saw. If you scroll down here. Scroll! So all the headlines that can be seen on the newspaper in the films are relevant to the film and contain spoilers. Wes Anderson himself wrote all the headlines. What? I know. That's no that's pretty crazy. Don't act like that's not pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, because it skims over it very quickly, so you don't really read it. Is it the one where it says the war has begun? Is it that one? Just played.
1: Yeah, if you look at like one of the small boxes it contains Oh, and this scene, this scene as well
2: Oh, where, where they fight and shit Yeah In the carriage Yeah, I actually This scene right here was like Okay, this is going to be good Because once you have used that, You just, he's like You know what, I may treat you like You're beneath me Because you're ranking below me but I don't because, actually think that. Because you're my lobby boy. That's, you know, he's like, get your hands off my lobby boy. That's my lobby boy. Mm. Don't fucking touch him. <laughs> like, leave him the fuck alone.
1: So, basically, Aaron, do you want to read, like, what the movie's about? Because we're sure. kind of all over the place.
2: Okay, so, written by Wes Anderson. Directed by Wes Anderson. Excellent. The Grand Budapest Hotel tells of a legendary concierge at a famous European hotel between the wars and his friendship with a young employee who becomes his rusted protege. The story involves the theft and recovery of a priceless Renaissance painting, the battle for an enormous family fortune, and the slow then sudden upheavals that transformed Europe during the first half of the 20th century.
1: Excellent. In well s- written. In sim- well written. That's from Letterbox. That's a direct oh, quote from Letterboxd. <laughs> well written. Whoever wrote that. <laughs> in simpler terms, just rapid fire. Mr. Monsieur Gustave is a player. He is with one woman. <laughs> she dies. She leaves everything to him in the I think will. You should
0: clarify it with older women. Oh,
1: much older women. Yeah. Um, she dies and leaves. This painting in the will to him And the family is not happy Won't give him the painting So him and Zero take it And then it's just what happens after that Fun fact about the painting is It's not actually a real renaissance painting Renaissance, whatever the Mm. word is I thought it was
2: Like based off an actual one
1: Yeah, I think it's like Boy with Apple or something Yeah, yeah, that's it Um... But yes That's basically What the film is about And it moves really quickly But not in a way That you like It's like Whoa 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 What's happening It moves It pace. suits my attention span How about that It's got <laughs> good, it's Did got, you go
0: on your phone During this It's movie? got good
2: pace No That is crazy It's got good pacing Yes Yeah well and, and like Like I said earlier If you really Simplify this movie It's got Nothing really That hasn't already been done A million times But it just does it he just does it so excellently and articulately, if that's a word. And it's, it's word. like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a simple story told extraordinarily and, uh, dare I say, a little bit over the top of points.
1: That's all of his movies, though. But,
2: yeah, that's what makes him good. Is like, hey, let me take this simple story or let me take this... Uh, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, that's a pretty simple it's like a children's story it's a fox that does fox things stealing f- fucking chickens and shit <laughs> and it gets caught and they try and kill it and then they're like oh no like like that's so simple it's simple stories executed well. executed fucking perfectly this is I a, this really want to get come this is a come five come star sa- movie right
1: tatted <laughs> come see come see you do the whistle on the i don't, I don't want to live in a hole i don't want to live in a hole anymore, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We are poor, but we're happy. <laughs> I've
0: seen way too many edits. <laughs> Fantastic Mr.
2: Fox. Oh yeah.
1: Come see, come saw. I love dogs. Is sad too. With I'm still Fox. yet
2: to see that. Oh, it's really good.
1: It's not as good as Fantastic Mr. Fox, though. Mm. No,
2: I but think it, uh, it's still like creative, like that.
0: I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite Wes Anderson movie.
1: It's funny you say that because the question of the episode favorite Wes Anderson yeah, movie, I and it, I filled it in for you. I thought it would
0: have been. <laughs> I think. I, yeah, it's also the first one I saw, I'm pretty sure Like when Yeah, it first we all came saw out. that yeah, as yeah. kids That was definitely yeah. the first
2: one I saw
1: too. I used to actually be scared of it And I think it was because there's a few scenes where like He is a fox, like he eats like aggressively like a fox And I think as a kid <laughs> I was like really weird. Oh,
0: like when he's like eating waffles yeah, and shit also, Yeah, you know and also
1: I get weirded out by things that aren't quite real but look real And for me, that animation
2: Oh, what's that called? Stop motion? No, the Uncanny Valley. Oh, it's yeah. like
1: the Polar Express. Like, I cannot watch that movie. <laughs> they <laughs> look like real.
0: Uh, but they, they don't look real. But the they
1: time. don't. It's creepy.
0: It's not as bad as that baby from Tin <laughs> yeah, um,
2: Hey, That's history in the making, though. With, uh, history in the making. 3D, 3D uh, animation. Mm. Um, I just really think... It, and like honestly like money well spent on this movie too cause like it, it, you wouldn't think it but like all these mansions and shit like it only cost them 25 million to make all this and uh everything from acting to the uh costume design uh well, I'm, I'm kinda getting lost here uh Everything, cinematography, everything, editing, perfect, perfect, five-star movie, can't brag enough about it, and I remember, I do remember telling you, Reese, to watch this shit, because I was like, this is such a well-done movie.
1: You have to understand that up until this year, cinema has just been movies, like it hasn't been something I've been actively interested in so I think it's better that I've waited to watch some of these movies later on because I feel like if I had to watch this when it came out I would have been like eh, you know what I mean I'm growing as a cinema lover
2: (laughs) good good Um, yeah so a couple of the the cast, we got Ralph Fiennes as Isn't
1: isn't it Phineas?
2: No, phones. Fiends is phones? phones. There's no
1: Phineas. I thought it was Phineas this whole time. Ralph Phineas. Voldy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, anyway.
0: Um, Old Ralph. No, it looks like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Wait. Oh, oh Phineas is
2: PH from like Phineas and Ferb. What finds. about
1: Billy Eilish's brother Isn't he Phineas And it's spelt like Kind of like that
2: I don't know oh, it, it, <laughs> Who cares Billy yeah, Eilish's Billy brother Eilish. <laughs> Who the
1: fuck is that Phineas <laughs> Phineas <laughs> It's Phineas <laughs> Billy Eilish's brother
2: <laughs> There's anyway. a lot
0: of big names In this movie Isn't there Yeah A lot yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So Why should you have used uh, Played by Ralph Phineas Whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is He played Voldemort In Harry Potter That's You yes. know That's his you know Probably I'm, most well known you know. Moody uh, He was also in um, The Menu Yeah The Menu Dude Watch that recently It's pretty good
1: You're kidding I loved it I was, I was like wow, Have this you is seen really it? Well yeah. It's terrible It was just a it's different not, It's it was not so terrible. Different. It's like sore But for kids <laughs> It's like No It was <laughs> like It was like he was
2: Pointing out all the The tomfoolery With the upper class The higher class
1: do you know if you really think about it, the menu and Midsummer have the same plot point? The same thing? It's about a girl who goes somewhere where she wasn't originally meant to be and gets caught up in a situation she wasn't supposed to be in.
0: That's a very simplified.
1: Doesn't matter, it's still the same same plot.
2: Again. Somewhat. Sim- simple, sim- simple, simple stories, told differently, differently and effectively, make for good pictures.
0: pictures. One's a cult. Oh, I guess they're both kind of cults, aren't they? <laughs> the menu. Hello, the
1: clapping, (laughs) the clapping every five (laughs) minutes, that's culty. Bet you jumped at that. (laughs) Occasionally, yes. (laughs) Actually, besides the guy getting suspended like an angel, the second scariest one was when he tried to prove himself to the chef and the chef was like, "Mm, you suck, you should, you know, go die. No, you know what, that That was was like like
2: a, a, yeah, fuck you, (laughs) you fucking loser. Like, thought you were top shit. Turns out you're not, buddy. Anyway, back on track. Once you have your staff Ralph Fiennes Ralph Fiennes Ralph, Fiennes, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph fucking Phineas Whatever Phineas Burb. Harry Potter He's a good actor
1: mm. Well respected He's movie. in a lot of Wes Anderson films Let's, let's, let's get, get through The
2: movie. cast first And then we can Keep talking uh, We also got Zero Mustafa Who Is the lobby boy And He's like He's what The book was based off The writer Interviews Uh, Mr. Mustafa when he's older and it's basically like his retelling of this whole movie is seen through the eyes of Zero so he he's dare I say another lead uh, played by Tony Revel Laurie he's also Flash in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies Mm. he's in Scream 6 apparently I've not seen that I've not seen that and he's in yeah he's in more Wes Anderson movies as well he's in Asteroid City so those are really the two mains. And then, you know, you got other ones like Edward Norton, we got Old William um, Willem Dafoe. Uh, what's his name? The pianist. I Adrian uh, Brody. I wrote Adrian, it, Brody. Um, Adrian Brody, yeah.
0: Soul Shots. Sa- 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 Jeff Goldblum, Edward Norton, Dude, Jude Law, ja- Bill Murray. Jeez. <laughs> the oh. list goes on. No.
1: Owen Wilson's in this. Saoirse Ronitz. So yeah, she's yeah, yeah. um, Lady Bird. What's yeah. her nationality? Irish. Irish, there it is. Irish.
2: <laughs> why, why is that so?
1: Because that's where her name, it's an Ireland name.
2: Yeah, Saoirse Ronan. That's, that's like... Right. But
1: it's spelled like S-A-I-R, like like it's spelled weird.
2: S-A-O-I-R-S-E. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many vowels in there. for well, damn. Oh, yeah. So, star-studded cast, like I said, very well done. Um... I think my favourite scene Like you mentioned Bill Murray there Bill Murray Bill Murray makes an appearance mm-hmm. Obviously he, I swear he's in Every Wes Anderson movie I can't actually think of one Same, same.
0: with Owen Wilson Pretty much
2: as well Yeah um, It's like Owen Wilson
1: And his brother mm. um, Is he Jesse or whatever Oh does no. he voice like The Badger or something In Yeah yeah. yeah yeah. The, the,
2: the lawyer In Fair is Mr. Fox And shit Yeah That's what I mean Like Makes uh, brief cameos Um
0: A lot of directors do that, don't they? They find their their actors that they really enjoy working with. Well,
1: Ralph Old Mate and Edward Norton and Bill Murray, like, again, they're just reoccurring names that you see so clearly. And, you know, apparently Bill Murray is notorious for being a bit of a diva and, like, not turning up to set on time and whatnot, which I don't know if that's a fact. That's what I read. But he is continually in all these films. I think, so, yeah, Lily Wes is like a good blow. Yeah, I,
2: I feel like that really shows the director's nature where like, if you have these A-list celebrities that will continue <laughs> coming back to your work, then you must be doing something. It's <laughs> a really intense that, You must be doing something. Wrong. And honestly, that's probably how you can tell the actors apart, really. Like, it's, it's like, like with, fun. um, Christopher Nolan. He always has like, um, oh, what's the, What's Lino DiCaprio? No. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. He also has... um, What's his name? Uh, he played Alfred in The Batman, not Christopher Oh, Lino.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. In um, his name. Shit.
2: Just look it up. Anyway, The Older uh, Gentleman, old like he made a appearance in Tenet. He's in The Batman trilogy. He's in a couple of others as just like little side pop-up characters, you know. nothing, Not major roles, but it's still like... You know, when you see... Michael Caine. Michael Caine, that's it, yeah. I was thinking, like, Arthur Caine, and yeah. I was like, that's wrong. Um, yeah, uh, like, that's really... How you can tell, really. Just a, a great director, I think. You gave
0: The Dark Knight four and a half?
2: <laughs> yeah. My bad, bro. I might have to revisit My bad, G. <laughs> uh, so, according to... Uh, writer, producer and director Wes Anderson himself the cast uh, stayed in the same hotel the hotel Bjors <clears throat> in Gjörlitz, Germany during principal photography he insisted all makeup and costume fittings happen in the hotel lobby to speed up filming. the owner of the hotel appeared in this movie as an extra work in the front desk of the Grand Budapest Hotel that's pretty cool right mm. like, they're like hey you're doing us a solid, keeping all these actors here. Why don't you jump in the movie, bro? I Might love well. stuff like that. Yeah. I love stuff like
1: that. Because uh, the Grand Budapest view of it is like three feet high. Like it. Yeah, I'm saying it's, it's like, like a small really model. Mini. Yeah. Like the actual uh, hotel. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not obviously a hotel. This scene is what made me fall in love. This, this, um, not this scene. This shot. This angle. How it's been. Put on screen I was like huh this is cinema like I don't know I liked it
2: it <laughs> has been like captured I just me. feel like I personally like that, that exact right there
1: yes because for yeah. me like CGI sick cool I'm glad we live in a time with it but at the same time stuff like this has not relied on things like that this is this is kev- clever camera angles and intentional shooting do you know what I mean
2: well, what the fuck happened to Reese, man?
0: That that two month break or so just <laughs> Dude, really what is going on? What I think she just mean? started watching
2: We're <laughs> in agreement with everything you're saying. This is excellent. You know what? I like you're making me smile. You should settle down, alright? I might Why get too, too happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't want that now. Don't, Don't want. want that now. <laughs> so sure. the shot she was talking about was just um just a them like sitting at like, each other on the bunk bed. Yeah on and the, and the bunk beds having the, a conversation. The
1: I know it seems so simple, but again, he's not relying on anything aiding him. It's just the camera. See, if
0: you notice, like most of the shots are all very still and it just concentrates on what is actually happening in the
2: scene. (laughs) Like that to me is funny. (laughs) Just dead
1: silence. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like Corbin said, a lot of the camera work is still and he gets movement from everything else in the screen. Mm. So like your eyes just like what's next because
0: like you see in like action movies and shit like all the camera work is just so fast paced, crazy. It's always moving around. You can't really see what's going on. But with these shots, you see all the characters and what they're doing, and it just concentrates on the setting,
2: the camera work, symmetry. This fucking this scene right here is oh, like this, when he runs yeah. away.
1: <laughs> it's I like see. the meme. It's like the meme from um, what's that TV show with? Oh, I know what I'm thinking about. Shit, let me... Come back to me, come back to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Yeah, like, what... And you know what? You can quite
1: easily... You know that meme? He's like, you know why? And she's like, why? And he starts running away. <laughs> she's
2: been
0: murdered. You think I did it? She <laughs> <laughs> starts rushed. running.
2: No, you know um, what, you, you know what though? Like, you can quite easily call this an action movie. There is action in it. But, like, obviously, it doesn't rely on the... Well, nowadays the norm of CGI, over-the-top explosions, and you know, because Wes Anderson could have quite easily made this all. You know, if someone like, I don't know, Michael Bay, to be exaggeratory, um, you know, he'd throw explosions in there. People, <laughs> all the weird, wacky angles that he does. I think those, it just those three hundred and sixty things. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't. You don't need. And you know, I know directors have their shtick. Their shtick, like, uh, like. Back to Christopher Nolan, he has that um, shot where someone's back is turned towards camera, and it's like a slow pan in. Mm. Yeah, like that's their thing. And Wes Anderson has his symmetry and whatnot.
1: And his colours.
2: And yeah, I think Wes Anderson. Vibrant colours. Wes Mm. Anderson does a really good job at picking his stories, I think. It, It feels like. Everything he's done.
1: Well, when you look at someone like him, him and it. Steven Spielberg, he doesn't have a huge resume. Like he's got director of twenty two films. Who? Wes Anderson. Oh. I'm saying like if you compare. Oh, so him- you're talking about Steven Spielberg? Oh, I Steven Spielberg. No, no. What yeah. I meant, what I <laughs> like, meant what? by that is if you compare them, Wes Anderson doesn't have a huge resume of like movies, but they're all good. Like they all hit. Also, just before we continue, I was going to say that Grand port de Pest is 175 on the top 250 narrative films on Letterboxd. So that's pretty cool. Mm. I'm actually pretty sure the French Dispatch might be on there too. Pretty sure there's another one of him. And Fantastic Mr. Fox is on there, I believe.
0: Yeah, most likely.
1: Oh no, the French Dispatch isn't. But I'm pretty sure Fantastic Mr. Fox is.
0: So, you know, what is actually your favorite Wes Anderson movie tough, very
2: fucking tough, what's what yours you
1: well, again, tough but if I had to pick from what I've seen, it would be Grand Budapest or the Royal Tenenbaums
2: yeah, I gotta strongly go with the Royal Tenenbaums have you seen it? yeah, oh, I really? just think it
1: except the weird story about the step siblings liking <laughs> it <this>. that's <laughs> no, kind of weird you know what? I think it,
2: yeah like it is a bit weird with stuff like that But I think it's very It shows a lot more Human In the characters than uh, someone like the Grand Budapest, Where there's a lot going on mm-hmm. You know it Even though it is seems a bit grounded It's still Man man Like yeah there's action in it And there's a lot of characters Like where, over the top stuff Yeah somewhere. where like And The Royal Tenenbaums is About a family and mm. it's like. It's funny it, it, at the end it. shows of all car. the different aspects and all the different. Um, all the different. Ben Stiller and his sons. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the
1: mini afros. Oh, I forget that name,
2: wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but they got their tracks. They got weird so. names. Yeah. A- yeah. Ari and Uzi or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: sorry to interrupt. I just think that's funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Like he's managing. Oh, so, sorry, interrupt. Just
2: keeps going anyway.
1: <laughs> he's giving um psycho. You know, like his character in Psycho. <laughs> uh,
0: you mean American Psycho? Mm.
1: Sorry, sorry, Anne.
2: Yeah, You're right. um, pretty much what I was gonna saying anyway. What's, What's your, your favorite? What's your favorite scene in the movie of this one of oh, Grand Budapest? Yeah.
0: Probably, like, yeah, just what we saw before when he ran away. He's like, you yeah, think yeah. I did it? And then and just you know, turns around you know. and runs. there I mean, about just- mm,
1: Again, probably the scene from the train, you know, when they're sitting on the bunk yeah. bed.
2: Yeah, and see, so, you know what? There are some scenes like that where...
1: Oh, and I do like when, again, the prison guards are, like, chopping through everything to make sure there's no the belt, yeah. oh and the whole sequence of them escaping from prison I think that's pretty good yeah
2: the ladders and shit moving and yeah. you can see the feet dangling and shit yeah yeah,
1: and like they get out and he's like so where's our um person to pick us up and Zero's like I didn't get one and then Ralph's character revs him and then says like what is wrong with you why are you like this or something and then Zero's like oh my parents died in the war or something and then Ralph was kind of like I didn't mean any of that. I just said like he takes it all back. Yeah. yeah I like uh, that he, bit as well. Yeah. And he's such a,
2: he's like a bit of a diva, a bit of a, like a diva gentleman kind of thing. My favorite scene would have to be, and this is, it's little stuff like this that like has like great world building. And it would have been so easy to film. It was when um, he calls on the, cro- uh, the cross keys or whatever. And it's like all the different hotels that are like, this squad. Mm. and That's when like Bill Murray and all that comes on and all the different hotels like let me link you with blah, blah, blah. And yeah, because they're like in a restaurant and then they're like, oh, it's time to call on the backup. And it just shows the world bigger than what it seemed in such short, succinct and insightful manner. And it was like, whoa, we went from this Story that was happening in this one town to now it's this whole whole country's in on it, you know, and it's like whoa, and, and that's, that's just, just good, good world building.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think See, even shots like
2: that, that one, just just going where he's got everything on the table like that, and he's just tapping on. Is the...
1: this the most successful Wes Anderson film?
2: Probably,
0: probably. It's yeah. the
2: most well known. I think.
1: Can you read? I wrote down something about his the reason. It's so visually nice as he actually uses different cameras and ratios um, for the different time periods.
2: Uh, the movie shows three stuff. different aspect ratios. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that just means like framing them. See, like the black bars on the side yeah, screen, but too. it's
1: to differentiate between the
2: three different time periods. Yeah, because it's told in the 1930s, 1960s, and 1980s. I like how it goes back so quick.
1: Which, again, is just really, like, smart. Like, how does one think... So, this is actually funny. I'm so obsessed with Wes Anderson, I found out an address where I can send him a letter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really want to send him a letter.
2: <laughs> Say what?
1: Thank you for making me fall in love with cinema. Like, look at it.
2: Are, are, are you telling me Wes Anderson, to work Anderson work? did that for you? Well, good it's thing I recommended it. it.
1: Oh, yeah, you take you all the credit. Hey
0: bro, you're late to the party, just so no. you
1: know. I watched this with Mum, and Mum is just really, like, with <laughs> face, like... <laughs> uh. Anyway, who's got the throat slit off? <laughs> Why do you stay like that?
2: So, uh, funny funny little thing as well, as, like, obviously, with film and movies and whatnot, they have, like, wrap-up parties and shit. Um, and you guys know that in this movie... Monsieur Gustave has his, like, fragrance, has his perfume, the lead or whatever it's called. Anyway, Wes Anderson had a boutique or something, a fragrance place, whatever, actually make it. And he, like, gifted it to the actors and shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, like that's a, really cool. So he gifted the actual perfume in the movie to, like, all the, the actors. All you know, I love it. Yeah. I'm really
1: excited to watch Asteroid City, but I hear that it's not. It <laughs> might be a bit overhyped. Yeah, I have heard
2: that it's, it's not the best, not all that.
1: Which is sad.
2: Um, also, another one, another, another little fact apparently, all the food, or most of the food in this that you see, um, was actually cooked, was actually made. It wasn't like prop. It wasn't like, oh, let's put some styrofoam in. Like, it was actually, no, like they actually
1: made these cakes and pastries and whatever. Yeah, Saoirse Ronan, he wanted her to learn how to do it. She became like a mini pastry yeah, chef. She,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> For like a couple scenes like that she's in. Yeah. Where she actually does that.
1: Well, Sanderson has some other shorts. I watched, um...
2: Oh, this, the, okay. This, this, this is what mm-hmm. you're trying to say, Reese. Um... Grand Budapest was the highest-grossing independent movie of 2014 and the highest-grossing limited release movie of 2014. I would have loved to see this in cinemas. Mm.
1: That's what I think like he's so humble as in like it doesn't hit Australian cinemas. Like Asteroid City is not coming to a cinema near us. It kills. Like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like he's so humble. He's like, oh, well, it'll just go out on whatever. Having said that, to rent it on Apple TV is like $30 at the moment.
0: That's ridiculous. Why is, like, the... um, I see Express release on um Foxtel as well. Yes. It's
2: like, it's like $20 to, for a movie. This, this is also the highest grossing movie to date for Wes Anderson.
1: Yep. I feel like Fantastic Mr. Fox being marketed as a kid's movie missed out on... Some people Older audiences At the time But yeah. I feel like it's, it's 150 I believe On the top 225 That I just read
2: Oh my god Like And you know what I, I think I was listening to a quote From uh, I'm not gonna Quote it Exactly how he said it But uh, Martin Scorsese you, You'll know this Corbin, Where he says Cinema is something That's ever changing He said You can even go back to movies You've already seen and something's different about it, you know? Because you've changed. Yeah. In your life, you've changed. And the way you perceive a character that you may have perceived earlier is different. And you'll understand different things about them and different things about the story and whatnot. And yeah, every time you'd sit down and watch something like the Grand Budapest Hotel, you'd notice more things like that. Like, you saying your favourite scene is the that train scene, like... I fucking forgot that even existed honestly <laughs> and like you're saying like oh that's my favourite scene it's like well there you go that, that's what makes that's that, that cinema right there
1: that's why I don't understand better. why it gets so butthurt at me like I think High School Musical is great do you? no but I can enjoy the cinema of it
2: yeah but like no but <laughs> see, <laughs> there's no excuse things, for what you just said like no but see this well, is oh cin- this shot though this is cinema
0: and then comparing it to a high school musical S- comparing it to <laughs>
2: something like a Disney cash. I'm grab. not
1: comparing it. I'm saying uh, you could sit here and say this is your favourite movie. I can sit here and say high school musical is my favourite movie. We both enjoy movies. That's the point.
2: Yeah, but like there are you have to agree at some level that there are movies that are just cash grabs. Obviously.
1: You know uh hello, Saw Ten. <laughs> hello. Yeah, how was that? You
2: know <laughs> what? I, I knew uh and Even though I was sick, I probably... Even if I wasn't sick, I probably would have been they like... They tried
1: to humanise and justify John Kramer. The whole first act of the movie is about yeah. how you feel bad for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Like, like we've seen nine other movies where <laughs> he's
1: a terrible guy But movie. I was really in the cinema going, Oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: <laughs> he's already killed like a hundred people. Oh. Oh. I feel
1: so
2: bad for him. No, no, no. His whole thing is he he never kills anyone.
1: Boom, boom.
2: Yeah, and then he sees the Mendels and he's like Nah, I can't. But look how flat they are. Yeah, there's a tools in it. Dice's up the bratwurst, bro. (laughs) Um Oh, this is the scene where he throws a cat at the window,
1: Yes, I think so. One thing also there is one one last thing I'll say, is you don't know if Zero and Saoirse Ronan's character he makes it sound like they had a massive falling out. No. Nope. Like, yes, he does. She dies. I know, but you don't know that until he says that. He, when he's retelling the story, is like, I oh, don't want to okay, talk okay. about you it. Where
2: did that weird. I thought you meant, like, you never find out.
1: No, because he's like, I don't want to talk about her. He's very, like, doesn't bring it up, doesn't whatever, and then you Starts find out going, they got right. married He's like, I'd never meet someone like her again or whatever. And you just don't... You're led to believe, in my opinion, they have had a falling out. But you find out they got married.
2: You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you there. I was, wasn't understanding. Start. Too much
1: grand Corbin. It's weird, isn't it?
2: I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, this is what happens when you watch good movies and not shit ones like fucking Willy's, <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. Wonderland. Excuse me. Can actually-
1: what movie was I watching when you walked in?
2: Oh yeah, Teen Beach
0: movie.
1: <laughs> which is a direct spin-off of West Side Story.
0: You have you have some good good moments, Reese, but not too many. You, yeah, you're like you're like a blue moon, <laughs>
1: <laughs> super
2: blue moon, a or super whatever. Extra blue. Moon. Do
1: you know what you you talk a lot of shit, but you know what? If I go on Letterboxd and see Corbin wants to watch, I add it to my watch list.
0: I know because I have great taste.
1: Actually, I saved a Snapchat you sent me the other day. You were so butthurt. Oh, yeah.
0: Because she asked me for a few movie recommendations. I give her a a heap of them. (laughs) And she's like, oh, they're not on Netflix. I'm not going to bother watching them. So
1: I watched Two Hands instead, which was recommended by someone else. He said, if you're going to watch a recommended movie, it should be from me. I know my shit.
0: (laughs) From who? From me. Ah. Who? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway.
1: I feel like... You know, we've been talking a lot. <laughs> like, just watch Wes Anderson. Anything. It all Any hits. Any one of his
0: movies. Probably not...
1: The French Dispatch.
0: No, you can watch that one. You not.
1: can, but it's not going to hit as well as the others, in my opinion. Mm. Have you seen The Life Aquatic? No, I haven't. I s- I've, Bill I've Murray seems... Bill Murray seems exactly like vankman from Ghostbusters in that movie. Like, he at this, the opening scene, they're like... um at his documentary premiere and he's been a bit like a bit whatever. And the other chick who plays um she's in the Adams family.
2: Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
1: She's in it. The OG Adams family.
2: You know yeah. the mum in the Addams family? She, that, uh, she's like the, the She's
1: in the Royal just, Tenor Bands as well. Yeah, it's a documentary
2: on catching a sea monster. Oh, okay. that ate. It's a shark. No, oh it's a like it's a, a tiny spotted shark. it's a spotted yeah.
1: This guy, yeah. he's got no idea. I know my shit about sharks. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> no shark girl. No. Shark girl lava boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better. Um if you want to talk about good CGI, watch that movie. <laughs> oh
0: god. I I watched that not too long ago, or maybe a year ago or so. It was hard to watch. The CGI was just it's so actually, bad.
1: But I remember as a kid... because It looks so good. We didn't have it on DVD. And you know when they put movies on Saturday night? Mm. Oh, my God. Anyway, we might wrap it up there. Question of the ep. Favourite Wes Anderson. Um, Rapid Already Fire. Already answered. We did answer it, but it's Fantastic Mr. Fox, Fox for Corbin. The Royal Tenenbaums for Aaron. And it would probably be the Grand Budapest for me. Um... But yes Let us know Next episode We are doing Call <laughs> me Whiplash Oh
0: whiplash
1: <laughs> Yay! Yes! Are you rushing
2: Or are you dragging <laughs> or are you
1: gonna be on my Actually,
2: Honestly You were watching, watching it the other day weren't? It was mm-hmm. that Dad No
1: No it's me Yeah
2: I
0: remember My it.
1: heartbeat Boom 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 Stressed out
0: Hey save for the app, bro
2: What part all of it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It, is a, <laughs> it is a crank it up to 11 move for sure. It's
1: because I would cry if someone spoke to me like that. And I was like thinking like, what would I do if I was in this situation? All right, we'll talk about it the next episode. Anyways, we'll see you then. Goodbye.
2: Cheers. See you <laughs>
1: uh. See you later. <laughs>